Hello everyone, welcome into the Queen City Soccer Show. I'm your host Cole Godfrey. Today is Sunday, April the 24th, 2022, the day after Charlotte FC get a point on the road out in Colorado against the Colorado Rapids and nil-nil draw. That's what we're going to be breaking down on today's episode, guys. Appreciate you guys tuning in. And yeah, let's hop right on into the episode. Let's get it. All right, so welcome into the episode. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Like I said earlier, I really do appreciate it. Um, I've, you know, I, I say it every podcast, but I have a blast making these uh, episodes and getting to interact with you guys, just talking about you know the soccer team that we love and getting to break it down, man. It's uh, it's pretty special. It's fun. I'm enjoying every every minute of it and all the the interviews we get to do and. Uh, it's just been been a real blast. So yeah, I appreciate you guys tuning in, and supporting the podcast, and and sharing it and liking it. I really do appreciate it. So yeah, let's uh let's take a look at the game. Um, obviously uh, you're going out you're going out to Colorado in the altitude after the midweek uh, Open Cup game against the Triumph, where you went into um, extra time and had to play. Uh, you know, and and so I was very intrigued to see what. Uh, formation and what personnel Miguel threw out there and he went with the two up front look um has Federski and Rios up front with the diamond formation obviously in the midfield behind with Alcivar TT getting the start um you bag two goals in two games I mean it's you know you deserve some more minutes so and then you had uh Franco and Bronico's at defensive mid or uh, holding mid on the left side, you had Mora. You had a center-back partnership with Fuchs and Carujo. And then on the outside or the right side, you had Jalen Lindsey. And then you had Super Kalina in goal. Um, yeah, uh, I w- got a chance to do um, a Twitter space bef- uh, for pregame with uh, with Matt Pollard from over at the, the Colorado podcast um, holding the high line. And <laughs> – yeah, we just kind of discussed what you know what we were going to be looking for, and this was it was as the lineup was coming out, and um, I told him, I, I mean, as soon as the lineup came out, I said, well, I mean, Miguel, he's he's got the two up front, so he, you know, he's not he's not sitting back for a draw, um, and I do want to kind of touch on that. I mean, Miguel, you know, he's changed formations very frequently throughout the season, but I mean, that's to be expected. You're trying to find what works best for your guys and what's, you know, essentially what your players perform the best in, in which positions. So uh, starting to have some consistency as far as formationally and, um, and it's working. I mean, you, you go to Colorado and you do get your first away point in club history. And so that's nothing to sneeze at. That is something to celebrate. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, we'll, we'll discuss it as we get into the game, but in my overall thoughts, but yeah, so Essentially, last night I got to watch about the f- uh, the first the good until about halftime, and then I was actually on shift at the fire department, and so about halftime we got a wreck, and we were out there for the, a good chunk of the second half. So I had to come back home today and rewatch it. Um, so these are just some of my notes and stuff and what I seen. Um, so yeah, uh, start of the game. Um, honestly, the first. I would say 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, Colorado started out on the front foot. Um, you had in the ninth minute, you had uh, Rubio had a, a great look, and it was off the off the crossbar just above Kalina's hand, outstretched hand. 
um, and the soccer gods were smiling upon Charlotte FC in that moment, and it hit off the the crossbar. And as I've said on previous podcasts, you know the first fifteen minutes have, have been crucial for Charlotte in every half they've played this season. So I always, you know, am very alert the first fifteen minutes of each half, just because that tends to be the way the the game goes for Charlotte. Um, so yeah, and. And then, honestly, after about the 15th minute, that's when Charlotte started coming to the game. Um, and in the 21st minute, you had a Svidersky shot that was just right at the keeper. It didn't really have much much uh, venom on it. I mean, it was it was something to test the keeper. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it didn't really, it didn't really uh, test him too much. But it was the first real look that you had of the game. And uh, Carroll just hit it right at the keeper and kind of a miss hit. The 24th minute, uh, three minutes later, uh, Diego Rubio for Colorado. Uh, probably the best chance of the game, honestly, for Colorado. Uh, hit off the underneath of the crossbar. And uh, Charlotte, again, the soccer gods were smiling on him right then because it was a very good look for for Diego, and he usually slots those away. Um, so, yeah. So, the well, the, end, the the rest of the first half, honestly, I mean, it was just kind of – Kind of back and forth. Charlotte had the better chance. Charlotte looked the better side in the first half. Uh, control possession. Um, so yeah, it, it, I mean, it was it was Charlotte's game to take. Obviously, um, before the game, we would have taken a draw. But after seeing what happens, you know, it's it, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to be let down by an away draw or away point. It's it's a good thing. It's a good thing we're feeling this way because we know what this team's capable of and what and Miguel had these guys ready. So um coming coming back out into the second half in the 49th minute, you had a really great run by TT. Um it was a double save Alcivar with a rocket just happened to be right at the keeper. Uh he parries it out. Svidersky's follow up is a, another great save. So you just got sometimes you got to tip your cap and um yeah, I mean, you just got to tip your cap. It was, it was a phenomenal play. So, um, yeah, and the, and from about the from about the fiftieth minute on on, honestly, I mean, Colorado had a few chances, um, but Charlotte looked the better side. I mean, they did. They looked somehow in the altitude and coming off of a midweek performance, they just looked fresher. They looked more in sync. They looked quicker to the ball. Um, so yeah, the 59th minute, uh, Franco has a has a, a fairly uh, good, decent look at, at goal and hits it over the bar. Um, there's some kind of uh, kind of some debate on Twitter about this. You know, uh, you know, F- Franco he looked good in the first three or four matches of the season. He looked really lively and really good, um, and he hasn't looked horribly um, the past few weeks. But he hasn't had that it factor. Um, so. We'll, we'll kind of discuss that here after we we kind of talk about the game. We're going to talk about Franco, but um, that 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 specific chance there may have been a deflection on it. I couldn't really tell um, honestly, but uh, it was just a really good look that was taken for granted. Seventy um, fifth minute, um, Ruiz has a has a great chance. Is a great run by uh, Rios. Rios looked good again. Rios has looked good every time he's played. He just has not finished. He hasn't, and if he he hasn't had a ton of service, but he's looked really good on the ball. He's looked really good in hold up play. He's looked really good in finding those those open lanes and uh, and getting people open. I mean, all, just with his runs, and then when he as in the ball man, he's looked good with the ball at his feet. So um, I'm just waiting on him to open his account. Uh, nobody deserves it more. Um, 
but as I've said on previous podcasts, you know, I don't know how long you, you keep letting him go without that, that end product. Um, at the end of the day, he's, he's getting, he's a striker in the MLS. He's getting paid to score goals. So we'll, you know, we'll see what Miguel does about that. Um, I wouldn't, honestly, I would not be too opposed to letting somebody else get a chance. Um, and then have Rios come in off the bench and, but just see how TT does up front or Reyna, um, see how they do up front. Um, yeah, and then the ninety-first minute, the 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 run of play that everyone is talking about on Twitter and all Charlotte FC supporters everywhere are discussing, and it was uh, the McKenzie Gaines. Uh, he had a great run, just blew by the defenders, out outpaced them unbelievably. Um, goes into the box. You got Carroll about the six-yard box. I mean, just or the six-yard mark, just wide open. And instead of making the pass, he he uh, McKenzie shoots the ball and is saved. And obviously, Carroll's extremely upset in that moment. And who I don't really blame him. I mean, I, I understand the striker mentality of I'm going to get off the mark. I'm going to score. You know. I, at the end of the day, you would want your striker to be kind of selfish and to want that goal. But at this, at the same time, as it, this is a team sport, it's a team game. You had Carol wide open. Uh, you know, it's inexcusable. As I as I said on Twitter, it's it's inexcusable. But you move on. Um, you learn from it and you keep it trucking because you have Orlando coming up. You have another Open Cup fixture against Richmond the following week. Um, so I mean, it's you know, it, it doesn't get any easier. And yeah, I mean, I think your next—I mean, obviously, your next two are on the road. So I mean, you want to end this this uh, this road trip on, on a high note. So um, yeah, but yeah. So with that, Charlotte draws nil nil with Colorado. Um, uh, honestly, I've said it. I said it a couple times on Twitter as well, but. The United States uh, Mexico match done in Azteca and World Cup qualifying this past uh, this past cycle. <clears throat> Before the game, any United States men's national team fan would have taken a draw in a skinny minute. After the game and after the chances that were created and the chances that were squandered, you and you felt like you really could have had all three points. And that's exactly how this felt to me. I mean, just statistically, look <clears throat> you look at it. Charlotte kind of dominated this match. Uh, you had fifty six percent possession. You had five shots on target, 16 shots overall. Um, Colorado, the stat that stands out to me, Colorado had zero shots, shots on target. Um, so, I mean, defensively, you looked ex- extremely well. You had another clean sheet for Christian Kalina. Uh, defensively, you looked well. You know, you just got to put your chances away when you can. I mean, that's all it boils down to, honestly. Um, if if McKenzie makes that, I, seen, I think it – I think I can't remember who it was on Twitter. I'd like to give him credit, but I think it was Jonathan Pata. He he said if McKenzie makes that pass, we're third in the East. And man, when you say it like that, it just God, it just hurts. <laughs> it just hurts. Um, but yeah, so I, I did want to kind of discuss Franco, and um, I, like I said, I just seen some discussion on Twitter about his place in the team and if he should be dropped uh, from the starting eleven. See what we can do. And I will say this. Miguel's going to have a hell of a decision on his hands when Camille is healthy. Obviously, Camille did not make the trip. Adam Armour did not make the trip. Um, Camille was battling an illness, as all I know of. Maybe that's changed. Maybe somebody knows something else that I don't. But the last time I had seen anything, it said that he had an illness. So, um, 
So, but when Camille's healthy and he's in there, so I, I'm very intrigued with what Miguel does, who he drops, because, I mean, TT's been in good form recently. Uh, Ben's looked very good this season um, and looked lively all season. Uh, Alcy Vars looked good. I don't – so, I, you know, and Camille's obviously going to come in. So, to me, if you are going to drop someone, to me, honestly, it has to be – if it were me, it would be Franco. But that being said – justifiably you could i mean like i said the first three games of the season three four games of the season franco looked really good so you know we know the talents there we know it's there you, we know how soccer is you get in this run of form whether it be good or bad and you know you just gotta you gotta work your way through it and work your way out of it so um yeah the so the the crown of the day award for this match for men of the match is gonna go to None other than Mr. Daniel Rios. Uh, yeah, man, Daniel Rios. He, like I said earlier, he didn't. Obviously, he did not get a goal, but he looked so good. He looked so good to me. Um, obviously, you know he has not finished, but he he just creates so much opportunities for Carroll. He creates. Uh, create. He, he's a he is a workhorse. He never stops, and uh, yeah, I'm going to give him the crown of the day of the award for the the Colorado Rapids game. Um yeah, so at the Thursday, Thursday, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, haven't decided yet, but we will be having another pod come out where we'll be previewing the trip down to Orlando for uh the Orlando City match. And we will have some special guests on for you guys again. And not only that, the first week of May, check out uh Charlotte CLT Fan TV on YouTube. I will be making an appearance on there. Very excited about that. Lee does a fantastic job over there. And, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited about that. If you don't mind, follow me on Twitter at QCSPod. Um, I do have an Instagram now is at QCSPodcast. Um, and, yeah, I mean, like I said earlier in the episode, I really do appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, having a blast doing this. And, yeah, I mean, Miguel – you know, I'm inspired. I mean, I truly am. I mean, I, to come out of there with a draw, I, I predicted a 2-0 loss. Um, and I, but, but, I mean, Miguel had these guys ready. So, all credit in the world goes to Miguel and his staff and what they've what they've accomplished thus far this season. Still got a lot of season and a lot of soccer left to play, obviously. But so far this season, man, you can't have any complaints the way things are going. I mean, you, you, you just can't. I mean, so, uh, you know, I, I – I'm pleasantly, pleasantly surprised with how we're doing and how Miguel's getting this team ready each and every week, how they've bought into his uh, system, how they've bought into his philosophy. And, yeah, I think that um, – I think we're going to be in for a treat, man. I think we're actually going to be battling for playoffs. I really do. I, I, I'll go ahead and go on record and say that. I think that – I think we will um, – I think we're going to be, you know, right outside that seven, eight, nine mark. Um, if And I – you know, we'll be battling for playoffs right now. You're sitting there um, tied right now for uh, inside the playoff. You're tied with NYCFC. Actually, good God, it's a four-way tie. It's NYCFC, Charlotte, Inter-Miami, and Chicago all on 10 points. So, um, yeah, and Orlando, who we get on to play this week, is sitting third with 14 points. Um, Orlando City used to be, or when they first come in the league, um the park down there, man, it used to be a fortress for them. 
uh, a very rowdy atmosphere it has not been that way of late. I don't know why, but it is they just they can't fill up the stadium. But and so uh, I just had to throw that little shot in there because I'm not an Orlando City fan and I could care less for them. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm intrigued to see what Miguel does next week, obviously, but we'll break that down for you guys later on this week. And, yeah, Charlotte gets the first point ever away from Bank of America Stadium, and you love to see it, man. I, like I said, you feel like you could have got all three, but you do come out with one. So you got to have perspective. And, yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of the guys, very proud of – I, I can't say enough about Miguel, man. I really can't. I mean, he, it was how he had this team ready, man. It just inspires you so much. So, yeah, with that, we'll put a bow on today's episode. Thank you guys for joining me. We will see you next time. And with that, we will say, come on, you boys in blue, for the crown. We'll see you guys next time.